Welcome to Eagle Nation. Don't forget to join us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter so you never miss an episode. Welcome to Eagle Nation. It's, uh, as Anthony Hudson said, it's a miracle at Marvel. We're going to probably speak about that more than anything tonight. Uh, we're, again, we're together via Zoom because of COVID. I'm not feeling 100%, so I can understand how these players, they can't uh, get out after a week like Brass did. Um, if you're on our socials, Push the show to all your mates at Eagles fans and AFL fans and the like, uh, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter, and um, that way you'll never miss an episode when we do it every week. But before we get into uh, where for our sponsor, next week there might not be a show because I will be away down south, so depending on reception, it'll depend on if we have a show or not. So, yeah, anyway, boys, how do you feel? Yeah, very, sorry, I went missing there for a minute. Something went in cyberspace, so no, I'm all good. Had a, happy with the win, and um, yeah, it was really uh, great to see the young guys come through and uh, and the experienced blokes. You know, JK, five possessions, what three, four goals, whatever it was. So great, yeah, great effort. Uh, we all we all tipped uh, we all tipped it last week, so people yeah. can't yeah. say that we, you know, that was a bit of a plus. <laughs> I think uh, Wayne and I got pretty close with the Martins too. I think we tipped, you know, a couple goals just over. Yeah. So that's um, Yeah. So we're good at tipping. And I'll tell you what, it's also good to be sponsored once again by Manscaped this month. Um, and I'm just surprised not more people take advantage of uh, not just the 20% off by using Eagle Nation, but just of their products in general. I mean, uh, what I've spoken about before, you wouldn't leave the house without spraying deodorant under your armpits. So why would you not look after the smelliest parts of your body? I mean, it should just be second nature, you know? And why wouldn't you want to check out Manscaped so you smell fresh? Um, so I highly recommend it to everyone. But vast products, colognes, the Weed Whacker, which I absolutely love, which is the nose trimmer. Obviously, the clippers for your never regions, the deodorants for your never regions, and toners. Mate, I've used a lot of their products, and oh, I can't speak more highly of it. And uh, My wife loves it as well, obviously, so it's very good. Well, the weed whacker gets a good uh, going out with me, man, because of my nose, mate. It's so big, uh, the hairs that come out of there, uh, they're all gone now. So yeah, just on that 20%, guys, I'd be getting it. And I had had some feedback. Some listeners have been buying it. So and using well, the Eagle Nation 20% uh, discount. So, guys, get on to manscaped.com and you can get all your product from there. Um, let's get Honestly, back. though, you, you touched on the weed whacker. Anyone with a beard or a moustache, this is an essential item. It changes your life because there's nothing worse than those hairs and the moustache touching and tickling each other. Horrible <laughs> sensation. And you got to take care of that. And it's just, you know, nick free, brilliant, done in seconds, and it changes your life. So definitely jump on board. And as was said, <laughs> just definitely use the code Eagle Nation for 20% off. I mean, that's a bargain right there. And what was he doesn't have a bargain? That weed wicker helps with COVID, I tell you, when you're blowing the nose as much as you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back into the let's get into the footy. Let's get into the miracle at Marvel. Um, it was good to have Anthony. H I think Anthony Hudson. Uh, you know, people have a go at commentators and all that, but I think Gammy Hudson's one of the best. He puts a sense of theatre around the football. Um, now, yeah, a lot of the people on the East Coast said they couldn't see it coming. 
Um, I guess Eagles fans probably think different. Different. Um, Sumo thinks different. He said they were there to win it. And at the end of the day, good kicking is good football, and that's what got us over the line, boys. Good kicking, and uh, it eluded us the week before against Fremantle. We couldn't find a good kick, but all our forwards, um, that was the first time they've played since, what was it, 2019, that you had Rioli, Liam Ryan, JK, and Jack Darlin all on the same team. And, well... It just refreshed a lot of people's uh, views and how good our forward line can be when it's up and running. Mate, like uh, Wayne touched on it, only five disposals for three goals. But you look at it, three goals to Kenny, three goals to Rioli, two goals to Darling, three goals to Ryan. That forward line, like, oh, my God. And we got Crips on the horizon hopefully coming back soon. And we all knew Rioli was good. And I, I questioned his fitness if he would be fit enough after two years in round one. But I'll, I'm going to stand, I'll be honest. He's better than I remembered. I don't know if he's taking his game to another level, especially with the outs, or if I just really underestimated or forgot how good he is. He's been amazing. First player, so he's not going to get, you know, the 30 disposals. But he'll get, you know, 15 disposals, kick, pop-up kick goals. And we all often talk about goals is the most important stat in this game. And my main takeout of it is we talked last week very much about game style. And I never really thought of it, but I think our old game style really, um, it just changing it. You look at, we won the contested ball again, and we always look centre. I think because of our kicking game style we had before, we're very good kicks. So we don't need to win much of stats. We win the contested ball. We look inside. We still won the kicks and we won the marks because we carved them up doing that and got it to our forwards very quickly and scored very quickly in good positions. So our old game style complements the new game style. And there's something they won't always use the corridor because sometimes oppositions, they like to clog it up. But you watch when a player takes a mark now. The first thing he does is look to his right or left and it's to centre that ball and go through the corridor. And Gov is doing it the most, and he's a star. Langdon, I saw do it just straight away. As soon as he marks it, doesn't look forward, looks coral instantly because that's where they want to attack. And um, well, do you want to? I just do you want to know? The, to see yeah, do you want to know the player who went up the middle the most? Uh, who was it? Nash. Nash was it? Yeah. Oh my god! I think for a while too, we've missed that second designated wingman. Yeah. So Gaff's obviously, but we played Brander there a lot last year. You know, we just always miss that, just that second pure wing. And I'm thinking, Nash isn't going to get dropped. Nash is now our second wingman. And I just can't wait to have Gaff on one wing, Nash on the other, Shuey, Yo, Kelly in that midfield. And then it's Sheed coming in when one of those is out to like, you know, on the bench or rotations. Mate, that, that's a midfield, and we'll obviously talk more about Nick Nat um, later, but I feel like all these, the fact we're winning contested ball and all these midfielders coming in, that might actually counteract the loss of Nick Nat for like, you know, it'll be two, three months. Um, so Stranatica really needs to, you know, prove himself at Waffle who played his first game because he could come in. We don't know what he's capable of. Or Williams, who's had plenty of game time, can now really say, that's my position. Let's see what he can do. So what are your thoughts on that, Wayne? Wayne well, dropped me, out that, a bit there, so he might not go to that. I hope I, I, I don't drop out. I keep dropping out. But for <laughs> me, that's the first time I've seen that new game plan even in action and work for me. 
That's the first time I've seen it go through the middle. And it, the bloke I was really impressed with was Hugh Dixon because he stood in the middle of quite a few and we went through him quite a few times, especially in the transition out of defence. And, um, yeah, I, their, their fast ball work is obviously what they've been looking for. But before, they've been going around the wings and around the flanks, kicking high into the forward line. And whereas this week, they went through the middle. And how many times did we see players get on a, a pass or they got loose? You know, and even Darling's last quarter was, you know, like, had a shocker of a game. But his last quarter was, was great to see him come back to a bit of form and kick two good goals. Nice to see a footballer actually kick through the ball and not try and go around the bloody corner like they all do. So, um, yeah, and um, also, like, Waterman had a bad... He had a shocker. I don't care what anyone says, but he had a shocker. But, again, he popped up in that last 15 minutes and took some, a couple of good marks, kicked a good goal and, and you know, got us forward. But I was wrapped with Naish, uh, West, Hugh Dixon, these guys especially. And, was it me, we've been saying this from day one, Langdon goes to the ground too much. And I think I only saw him go to the ground twice on the weekend. And he actually, I, I thought he played a, He got us going very well. I did, I did a tally and he went to ground five times. But there was yeah. another player that went to ground more than him. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I won't, I won't say his name because I don't want to get uh, the supporters onto his back because I thought he had a couple of shockers which cost us goals. But he did play good for the majority of the game. Um, like you said, Going up the guts, it was more prevalent, and um, they did it quite a lot. But they, I, I find that they go down the line when they have got nothing, and that sort of like fell in, you know, gave Collingwood a bit of, you know, a bit more sway when they did push us wide. But when we went down the guts, we were damaging, and uh, like we said, we probably don't look like that we have a fast side, but when you go down the guts and you play the game, right, you look fast. Um, and, look, we, you just both of you has just touched on Nash. I think he's, slot, as you said, Dan, I think he's slotted down that extra wing that we needed. And he's just slotted in really well. But we have to talk about Dan, one of Dan's favourite players, and that was uh, Xavier O'Neill. You know, um, he stood up when it counted. Um, my only thing about that is I, I hope he keeps doing it and I hope they give him a chance to keep doing it because I think that's the first time he's had over 20 possessions in a game. So that's what we need to see more of because, yeah, you know what I mean? Well, he's, let's be honest, he's, playing, he's playing for his career right now. He, he really is. And, see, I watched a lot of Waffle last year and he was our most consistent midfielder and he even got apparently very badly injured but played through it in the second half of the year because he didn't want to go to operations because we all know how decimated that Waffle team was last year. And he was getting the constant 20-plus possessions every week almost. So I just needed him to bring that to the AFL, bring his Waffle form to the AFL because I think Eagles have been riddled with players in our past that's been great Waffle players but never really transitioned to the AFL. Um, Partington's one of them, obviously. Um but yeah, and I just I'm so glad he played like that. And as you said, uh, was I, I hope he he's got to follow that up. You know, that's got to be his base now to build from. You know, and it was a great game, but he can get better. Like that yeah. wasn't the perfect game, but that was like a sigh of relief game, saying this is what I've seen. This is why I like the kid. He kicks. 
Um, and he's not afraid a little bit of the hard stuff either. Like, he's not as much of a bull as, say, West is, who likes to get that ball and get it on the boot because he's a good contested player. Um, he, he's a bit more poised than that. But, yeah. yeah, you see him try and tackle. You see him try and run. He's just – he's the whole package and he's just – I think he's one of the young midfielders that really needs to step up because – We've got the good middle-aged midfielders, but you still always need those young ones pushing from underneath. And right now, I think he's the head of the pack. And I just can't wait to see your boy True get some game time in the waffle soon once he's back from injuries because he's, he, uh, he's in the Clark mould where it's just so unlucky that they're injured right now because midfield is what we're screaming out for the last yeah. four weeks and it would have been great to see them play. Yeah, look, it's going to be interesting. Like, um, like you said, he's got to follow it up. And that's not just O'Neill, it's every young guy that's on the list. Now, Simo apparently went, um, you know, this hit, it, the media was hysteria because the Eagles win, no one gave him a chance. Simo walked him back into the rooms and said, guys, we won the game. But we've got to win next week now. So that's good. Yeah. We've won that game and that's what we play football to win. And it doesn't matter who you put out in the park, you got to just play the effort and intensity and let's not shy away from it. The effort and intensity at, in the Fremantle game was non-existent and it was like watching two different teams and for supporters that was great. Um, you know, gave us all a high and the, the week weekend of football actually was, I thought was pretty shocking with um, – the games that I saw played because of the kicking and all that. And it, just, it was good that the Eagles did that. But going into the next week, and like you said, O'Neill, he's going to stand up. Let's hopefully they don't go too hard at the selection table this week because there's yeah, some you, coming back. I'll tell you what, I've got a stat for you. Do you want to hear this stat, Wayne? You'll like this one. Uh, yeah. And you too, you both talked a lot about um, pressure and how we're such a poor pressure side and we were ranked 18th. Um, and that had been over the last, you know, two, three years, we are ranked 18th for yep. pressure. Right now, we're ranked 7th. Seventh, yep. So we've gone from 18th now to 7th for pressure. Um, and it shows, I think we've only lost a contested ball one game this year. Um, and I, I know I keep raving about that, but to me, that's that's the core of our difference in our game style, to me, is we're like, not wanting an easy ball, we're going in hard and getting it. And then if you do that, if the opposition doesn't expect it because it's a contested ball and they're running opposite way, you can carve them right up. Yeah, you're, you're right there. And the, the main time that we had the pressure and if Eagles fans want to cast right back, you just go back to the 2018 final series where that's what won us the flag. So we can play that way. Um, I just want to go on about the injuries that we have and the players that are going to come back. So if I can find it on my phone here. I did a little thing up here. Um, so, Shuey's a test for this week, COVID. So, you'd assume he comes back in. Uh, Petreski Seaton, he's a, um, a test with a calf. So, he, he probably might be the one that doesn't get picked this week. Um, LAEO, he's a test and he played uh, 70% or 80% of the waffle game on the weekend where they only went down to Subiaco by 23 points. So, that's pretty good showing for our waffle side. Um, Tim Kelly, he's a test with a hamstring, so I'm hearing that he should be playing. Greg Clark is a test, which is that shocked me. Really? He's still another yeah, couple of weeks good. away, but he's a test. But I'd say he'd come through the waffle. 
Jamie Cripps is the big one. He's a test, and they said if he gets free training, he will be playing this week. So if he plays, it's, I, I wouldn't want to be a selector this week, especially after that win, because do you go with the kids that played in that game and tried and gave it all the best, or do you bring in your tried and, you know, what you're going to get from your players like your Crips and your Yo's and stuff like that. So it's going to be interesting. Gaff's going to miss a week another week with a foot it'd be very hard for him to get up and that was coming from him on SEN he said you'd have to do everything right to get through and then you're looking at Oscar Allen he's only a couple of weeks and but the big thing is Nick Nat Nui he's going to be a big loss we said it on the podcast quite a bit that um he goes down we might be in a bit of trouble well Bailey Williams and Luke Stranatica um they get the chance now so and like you said, Wayne, Hugh Dixon, I think Hugh Dixon will stay in there as a, the second ruck. So I'd, I'd, say, I'd say it's uh, Bailey Williams. It's his time to stand up and shine. And uh, this is what happens when uh, you have injuries. Michael Gardner got injured and we put in a real lanky guy called Dean Cox once. And uh, look what happened there, mate. Yeah, one of the greatest of all time. So, so I think... Um, I mean, Williams played quite well that last game before he went off with COVID. He played, I must say, and, and you know, you guys know I've been a big fan of his for a long while and I was disappointed in his first couple of games. But his last game before he went out with COVID uh, on the COVID protocols, he played pretty well. And yeah, he, he actually, um, he can take a strong mark and he can actually run forward and kick a goal if he has to. So it's his chance to put it together. And, yeah, like I say, Hugh Dixon not winning a lot of taps, but by gee, does some good work around the ground. He's a great link player, and he actually goes down forward when JK goes off, so he gives us that extra advantage. But I think think you'll find if there's experienced players available, Simo will pick them because that's that's what he does, and he's always said that. The tried and true players will always come in before the younger players. He said that last year, and he said that many many years in a row. I've heard him say it. So, yeah, but um, on the basis of what's happened this year, that could that that might change. I don't think it will. I I I give you guys a stat that you probably don't. I, this is a real rare one. I love it. <laughs> the same that same comment has come from three other coaches, and I'll, their names are Luke Beveridge, Adam Simpson, and Damien Hardwick. And guess who they all were assistant coach under? Mr. Clarkson. Alastair Clarkson. Alastair Clarkson very rarely went with the young guys, as you know. He brought in Stewie Jew one year, one of them a flag. He brought in experience like David Hale, all these other guys. He brought these other guys in. And if you look at you, you look at the Bulldogs and especially look at um, Richmond, they've done that a lot over the last four or five years. Bulldogs have done it and we've done it. And um, and they all say the same thing. So I think you'll find I, – I, I mean, you know, if he's played three quarters of a game last week, he's going to play. There's no question. They're going to put him in. Yeah. Don't yeah. Sure he's our captain. He's going to play. There's no question about that. Kelly's our captain or our leader in the middle. He's going to play. There's no question about those guys are going to play. But just yeah. who goes out, that's the big thing. I find you got to find the middle ground. But the thing I love about that stat, before Melbourne, who won the last five premierships? Sorry? Before Melbourne, who won the last five premierships? Well, all of those coaches yeah. from those Every teams. single coach you just named yeah. then. 
Exactly. Uh, the last yeah. five years, all the premierships won from head coach. So Ross Lyon was famous for that too when he used to coach. He's like, nope, the senior players play the young ones. Yeah. Play yeah. The reserves. Um, um, I find you've got to find an equilibrium though. So you've got to find like for like. So Jones, to me, I loved his round one, but he, he, he hasn't changed. He's very inconsistent. I think he only had six disposals on the weekend. So he's obviously going to be now. Then Cripps, if it's Cripps comes in, well, then Langdon's playing mainly forward. So then Cripps will come in for Langdon. Um, I wouldn't bring in mass changes. Um, I think Wayne named the ones that come straight in. It's the Kellys, it's the Yos, it's the Shoeys that come in. Um but you need a couple more. So you want O'Neill maybe on the bench. You don't want to drop him. See, Hoff might miss out, but then you've got to keep folding him. You know what I mean? You've got to find the equilibrium where you're not, you're not like, cutting all the youth. No, you need to fold yeah. the game. Yeah. You know, you need to keep a couple of these kids in. Even if they don't perform, it's so important. And that's why I'm with Wayne. Uh, this is the greatest opportunity. And I think it was you and I were talking about uh, – like Ruckman, you don't want to play the young kids against. You don't want to play them against the big bulls. Uh, Hickey's out now for Sydney. So do you know who's rucking for Sydney? Um, is it Sydney? I don't. No, uh, I don't someone. think Sinclair's injured or retired. No, I That's what I'm saying. I don't, I, yeah, I'm not I sure. So I think it's a perfect. Yeah, I think it's a perfect time for Williams to be the number one ruck right now because he's not yeah. going up. To against a Marsh or a Lysette or these big Ruckman or a Gorn or a, or a Grundy, you know? So well, Sinclair, Sinclair is available. I haven't seen Sinclair play in, what, like, all year, though. Like, I don't know if he's out of favour or what, but he hasn't he, been playing. He's out for five weeks and Nace miss yeah. out for five weeks. So Yeah, so there you, there you go. That, that's what I'm saying. So this is the perfect opportunity. Stranatic is the one I don't know about. <laughs> I think he's bigger and more seasoned, so I'm really excited to see if he can play. Because let's be honest, he's on our list now. He's, People forget um, about the supplement players, but he's actually an eagle player right now. Well, he could come in and just surprise us. No one expected Hickey to do as well as he did. He did brilliantly at the Eagles, and then he'd gone to another level at Sydney when he was the number one ruck, you know what I mean? So well, one of those players right now... It, if you were going to de- not debut, but you know, be the number one ruck, this would be the game you want them to do it in. Yeah, because they're not against the best ruckman in the comp. Well, I'd, I'd say they'd be going with Barney Williams because Stranatica has only had the two games back since he's been in- injured pre-season, and both of them are good around the ground. Stranatica is really good by foot, um, so yeah. and he's built on his tank. But yeah, I'd say Barney Williams gets a job, but. Quickly, just before we go on to the Swans game, um, Nick Natanui, if they play Collingwood again, I don't want him to play against Collingwood again. Because if you Why remember, because if you remember oh, when he his knee, the last time, that was against Collingwood. Was it, I remember it against Hawks too, so was that yeah. too? Collingwood yeah, so. and Hawks. Mm. And um, I, I didn't... I didn't think about it today until one of my uh, work colleagues brought it up. He goes, Was he? Remember that day? And we both watched it. And Nick went down. He goes, Who, who were they playing? I went, Oh, yeah, it was Collingwood. <laughs> yeah. I put, so, on, I put on TNG the other day that it's ironic that the, uh, he's done it at MC first time in 2018 against uh, Collingwood at MCG and rucking against Brody Grundy as well at the same time. It was, it was on a throw in, uh, boundary throw in. Yeah. All right. Um, like we we basically been flirting in between uh, that that good win and the Swans coming up on Good Friday. Now 
the debate for Good Friday because a lot of people ha have religious beliefs and all that. Are you guys in favour for football on Good Friday? Well, football, my, my sorry, you football, go. My <laughs> so that's I'm, I'm religious about Good Friday about football. So yeah, bring it on. Yeah, well, I, mate, well, I, I, I tell you, mates, what, it's, it's, sorry, one of my go, mates said, um, "Are you going to footy?" And I said, "No, I'm going to church." And he goes, "What church do you go to?" And I go, "Up the stadium." <laughs> no, my my wife is very. She's quite Catholic, and so is my daughter. Um, I'm not. I'm not. But you know, and they've got no problem with it. Like the problem is with journalism nowadays is they go on Twitter, <laughs> and they they write a story, then they just go on Twitter to find someone tweeting something to complain about to strengthen their story. The amount of times you read a, a media written article now, and it's got Twitter posts in there. <laughs> That's what they're basing it on. Yeah, you know what I mean? No one is really offended by playing footy on Good Friday. There's nothing wrong with playing footy on Good Friday. And you go ask any Christian or Catholic, they, they don't care. No. <laughs> they're <laughs> like, I mean, probably watching it. As you guys said, it is your church. Like. Yeah. Well, the NBA, NBA, the NBA played basketball on Christmas Day, so that's how. Yeah. There you go. It's done all around that's the it. world. Famous oh, well. Boxing Day test. Everyone watches that, you know, the cricket. Yeah. We are, just about to think I had to cop then. Um, we are playing Swans at Optus Stadium on Good Friday at 5.40. So there is uh, public transport there, guys, if you want to get into it. Um, we've gone through the injuries for the Eagles. Um, Swans, we just briefly said Hickey was out and they missed out. But uh, it's probably a good time to get him as well with um, Tom Papley. He's still out. Still out. That's a big one. That's he's a big got, one. Um, so he's very dangerous. And the biggest one, yeah, he's only played here once and that was the first game at Optus Stadium and we'll never forget that because he kicked eight goals as Buddy Franklin. He's out for two weeks as well. Yeah. No, we, we, don't worry. We'll, we'll hold our own against this team no matter who we got playing and um, the boys will get confidence from last week. And lots of Swans are no pushover because they're, they're always a very dogged team. But... Again, they're a team like Collingwood, and I said this last week about Collingwood. They give you a little bit of a sniff and let you in, like Collingwood did last yeah. week, and, and Sydney do the same thing. They're, they're very dogged, but they don't. They very rarely break your way too much, so they give you that chance to get back into the game. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm really looking forward to it. I just forgot who the Ruckman is this week, boys. Ex-Poor Adelaide. Laddams. Laddams. He'll be there, yeah. Ruckman. He's pretty good, but like he was always second to last set. So I got. I um, still stand by. It's a great opportunity for one of our young rucks. You know what yeah. I mean? Right, we haven't got and much. Not to treat our own horn, but uh, we, we, we called it, much. didn't we, Wayne? About magpies. It's exactly how the game played out. You said now and again, I'll give you a look. And it seemed every time they did, we punished them and were accurate, and that's what we beat them in the end. Exactly how you called it, Wayne. Right. Yeah. Andrew Gaff today said on our radio, they're an honest club, Sydney, and if, if you're beating Sydney, you know you're doing all right. So, because he said they bring it every time, that they're a very proud club. But just that we're on Zoom, so it's going to be a shorter um, podcast today. Um, but they've got some good players still out there, and Isaac Keeney's probably the one that we need to keep quiet. I think he's he's a danger man when he's up and running, Sydney up and running. And they got some good players in their mills and Florent and they got some young guys in Campbell and that. So 
it's going to be a good game. And, um, yeah, like you said, I think it's there for the taking. And I think this is where people might turn around and say, well, not if it's doom and gloom at the Eagles. Yeah, no, I reckon, I reckon we're in for a win. Yeah, I'm quite confident too. What do you reckon with Nelson on Heaney? The thing I like about Nelson, if they put Heaney up in the midfield because they like to give him 20% game time, mid, no matter where he goes, Nelson can just follow him. Nelson's well, a defender and a tagger. I'm, I'm glad you said Nelson because I want to bring this up. To all those people out there that sit on social media and bag Nelson, have a look at the way he plays a game and what he does and then comment because some of you has got no friggin' idea. Um, the guy, he plays a negating role most weeks and then he runs off. And, yeah, he might turn the ball over here and there, but he's one guy that's having a crack every friggin' week. So I've got him in my starting 22 every week just about. So those that want to do the old Marson thing and just pick out a player and go, oh, get rid of him, get rid of him, have a look at what role they play actually because it's not all about possessions. Yeah. I, I tell you what, this, week, this weekend, this weekend will show where we real, will really miss Brad Shepherd. Really miss him because oh. uh, Brad Shepherd would pick up things, no problems whatsoever. Yeah, you can't replace Brad Shepherd, but Tommy Cole going out is just another blow too. Yeah, he's the one I was like, he'll replace Shepard. He's not attacking like Shepherd, but defensively, I find him really great. Mm. And to for Shepherd to retire than to Tom Cole to go out for the whole year. Uh, I find Folly's a bit more attacking. Wivden's more attacking. They're not as defensive as Shep was. He just took players out, mate. And yeah. newcomers, Robbie Gray, just Charlie Cameron, the best yeah. small mid, uh, small forwards in the comp. He just took out with ease, mate. Yeah. Well, boys, well, we both said, we we, well, we more briefly said we think the Eagles going to win. Um, thanks for joining us again. Um, next week, depends on where I am. I'm down south, so... We'll work out if we're having a podcast next week. Um, but thanks for joining us again. It's a win from last week, and hopefully it's a win this week. And who knows where we go from the Eagles. We might even see some other – depends on who they bring in this week. I'd love to see Clark play, but I can't see it. Um, but the Waffle has starts this week. I think yeah, it's it does. Finally. So yeah, get, get, get down and watch the Eagles play the Waffle this uh, weekend if you can. Uh, Show your support there. That um, I'll probably try and get down there myself if I'm feeling a bit bit better from COVID. And um, yeah, until next week, boys, or the week after, uh, go Eagles, eh? Sorry yeah. to put you on the spot. Do you know if it's broadcasted? Um, I don't know. I'll have a quick look right now. If I'm having a look on my app, where is it? Because I know they're supposed to be broadcasting more, but like what games, you know? Um, um, waffle app, waffle app, waffle waffle app. Just don't take it. Um. Yeah, sorry Eagles, to catch you out. <laughs> that Eagles cool. are playing Perth uh, two ten on uh, the Saturday. Your, your team, Wade. I'll get so a flogging for the mighty Dens. They're playing there. It doesn't say if it's uh, being streamed <laughs> or not, but that's at uh, Laflane Oval, guys. So that gives you more um, excuses down to the Eagles um, and watch the game. And there, and um, I reckon it could be a, a good win for the Eagles first up. Yeah, yeah give, a, give a big give a big shout out to the mighty Perth Demons and bloody cheer them on the way, guys. Don't you know, give them a good cheer. <laughs> nah, we haven't had demons. for bloody forty two years or something, so give us a break. No, nah, they yeah. they ruin they ruin my footy career and dreams. So stuff them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Until next week, guys, or the week after. Um, go Eagles. Yeah, mate. All this. Go Eagles. Yeah.
share the West Coast sky. I will do.